0: Hey friends! Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Mindful Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Mullen. I'm a suicide attempt survivor that has crawled up from the bottom and learned a heck of a lot of things along the way. Things like how I continue to strive for perfection, even though it doesn't really exist. That coffee is what brings me to life and gives my life joy. And how having an organized life can make things a heck of a lot easier. On this show, we'll talk about stress, anxiety, decluttering, time management, all the organizational things, and most importantly, how to live the happy, healthy life that you deserve. Let's get to it. Today, we're talking all about how to get out of a rut. It's that situation when you're stuck and just don't know how to move on. And a rut can be different for everybody. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it today. I wanted to talk to you guys about what a rut actually is, how long they can last, and give you some tips on how to get out of one. Trust me, I have been in them on many an occasion, and sometimes they really suck. There's no other way to say it. So before we dive into the real crux of this episode, let's talk about what a rut actually is. By my good friend, Dr. Google, who I always go to for definitions, a rut is a long, deep track made by the repeated passage of the wheels of a vehicle. So think about a vehicle that's taking the same path over and over again. I loved this definition because you can totally picture it. You can totally picture a truck going down the road, hitting a mud patch, and it creates that tire track, if you will, that deep rut, that shows exactly where that vehicle went. The funny thing about this definition is that it talks about the repeated passage of those wheels. And it's kind of like insanity, like when you do the same thing over and over again and you just keep getting the same result. The other definition of the rut, if you will, is a habit or pattern of behavior that can become dull and unproductive, but is really hard to change. This one I think fits so much closer to what we feel when we're in a rut. It's people choosing to do the same activities, work the same job, hang around with the same people, and never try new things. Those people, gets stuck in a pattern of life because it becomes comfortable. And a lot of times, change is scary. When I say that I have been there, I can look back on my life and see a number of examples of me being stuck in this pattern of behavior and not changing because the change was so scary. I didn't feel confident enough in myself to be able to make the change and succeed. I felt like it was better to just stay where I was and be comfortable and live life. And part of this reason that I never made the change was because I had all these people telling me that this is what life is. It makes me think of those memes that you see all about adulting and how this is just how life is and we have to deal with it. And I have a hard time swallowing that because I don't think now that life has to be that way. The biggest example that I can foresee as me being stuck in a rut is when I worked in the corporate world for 14 years. I left it after 14 years because I finally was done. I was over, I did not care if I had a job or not, it didn't matter, I was just exhausted and the mentality of the corporate world, if you have never worked in a corporate setting, God bless you because in corporate, you're just a number. It's all about who you know. And it's all about your perception that you give off to people, not reality. And I look back on those 14 years and I can see so many red flags, so many times that I was almost given an out and I didn't take it because I was too scared. I didn't take it because I was stuck in a rut. So... Being in that rut for 14 years is not all that common, guys. Ruts can last anywhere from days to weeks to months. And in that case, for me, it was years. It took me 14 years to figure out that I was in a rut. And that's the thing when you get stuck. Your perception is everything. How you see your behavior and how you analyze your behavior determines whether or not you're actually, quote unquote, stuck in a rut. And sometimes, like in my case, I didn't see my behavior as being stuck in a rut. I saw my behavior as being the good human being that I should be, the person that goes out and gets a job that is manageable and reasonable and you know it's supposed to be hard it's not supposed to be fun because that's what adulting is and like I said now I look back and that mindset is completely wrong how long your rut lasts depends on you it depends on what you see It depends on how real you are with yourself and the people around you. How truthful are you when you look at your behavior and ask yourself if what you're doing is right, if what you're doing and where you are feels good based on your morals and your beliefs. Accepting the fact that you're in a rut is one thing. Accepting the fact that you're in a rut and you choose to not do anything about it is what makes a rut last a really freaking long time. So if you're trying to determine if you're in a rut, I want you to do something. Before I give you these tips to help you get out of the one, I want you to get a notebook, get something to write with, and I want you to brain dump about everything that's going on around you, in your life, in your personal life, your work life, with your finances, with your dreams and how close you are to them, just do a brain dump and be really freaking honest with yourself. Like 100% honest with yourself. Don't judge as you write all this stuff down, just get it out of your head and on paper. And then, Once you're done, and you can take as long as you want to do this, but I would say don't let yourself go past 30 minutes because otherwise you're gonna make yourself go down a rabbit hole that you probably don't wanna dive down and you'll go into a really negative space. So in 30 minutes, brain dump everything that's going on in your life and then look at what you wrote down. Determine, from that list of things that you wrote down, whether or not you are in a rut, then pick out the things you wanna change. These tips that I'm about to give you are gonna help you make that change and help you do it over time. That is the one huge thing that I want you to take away from this episode is that change is not an instant, like, Snap of the fingers, it doesn't work like that. Change is something that you have to do slowly over time in order to make it work. Yes, there are times when you do an overnight change, but how often do those last? Not usually that long. So here are the tips I wanna give you to help you with that list you just wrote down. Number one, self-exploration. Number two, make small changes. Number three, remember to take care of yourself. Number four, get out of your comfort zone. And number five, the biggest, be realistic. I'm going to go through each one, but there are tons of ways to help you get out of a rut. I want you to know that first and foremost. The, th- the tips that I just mentioned are things that I use every time I'm feeling stuck. So let's go through them each one, one at a time. The first being self-exploration. Figure out why you're in the rut in the first place. This is where your brain dump that you just did is going to come into play. What have you done recently? Who have you been around? What type of activities are you doing that you feel forced to do? What is bringing you joy and what is bringing you down? When you kind of answer these questions, you may not get to the the head of the pin that tells you exactly why, but you're gonna get closer and Part of your brain dump is to write down your goals, take a look at them, are they attainable goals or are they completely out of your reach? If they're attainable, you have something to strive for, you have something to keep you motivated, but if they're out of your reach, you might get discouraged every single time you try to go after them. Do your goals align with what you actually wanna do? Let me give you an example when I talk about this because back when I was about to go to college, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I failed chemistry, guys. (laughs) I failed it and that was my signal that I was not going to be a marine biologist. Is it still one of my goals? If it was, it would definitely not align with what I actually wanna do. Now, I'm finding myself in a place that I love to help other people with their lives and their businesses organize everything from their files, to their emails, to their calendars. That doesn't really go with marine biology. So figure out if what you actually want to do is aligning with the goals that you have set out on paper for that part you might have to do even more deep diving because when i say what you actually want to do this is where a lot of people get stuck because they don't want to be truthful with themselves and in order to get out of your rut you have got to be 100 percent truthful Tip number two, make small changes. I want you to do things where you're taking baby steps. Don't try to go and change everything all at once. It will never work and it will set yourself up for failure. It's not worth trying to change everything that you have on that list, that brain dump that you just did, all at the same time. Because it's not going to work. You're not going to have enough energy. You're not going to have enough time. So instead, pick one or two of those things that you want to change. Whether it's areas of life or particular habits that you want to tweak and focus on those. Keep track of your progress. In order for you to recognize if you're actually making progress, you need to analyze it. I know I sound like a scientist here, but it's 100% true. If you don't pay attention to the changes that you're making, you'll never know if you're taking steps to move forward. So make small changes, pick a couple of areas that you wanna focus on and work on those first. Once you make those changes, once you can see by tracking your progress that you've actually done something, pick a few more. Just because I say pick small changes doesn't mean you just pick one or two areas and then you stop. That's not how this works. You need to keep evolving over time. Tip number three, remember to take care of yourself. I believe in this so much that I created a self-paced workshop all about self-care practices because a lot of people think that self-care is about the pampering, the facials and the manicures and the pedicures and the massages and the trips to the Bahamas and whatever else you can think of that seems like it's excessive or luxurious. And while yes, those pieces are part of self-care, it's not everything. Self-care is a much needed tool that every single person on this planet needs to take advantage of. Especially the working mamas out there, the single moms, the people that have other people that rely on them and don't have somebody to, to help them out. You guys, you guys definitely need to focus on self care because if you don't, no one else is going to be there to do it for you. And self care, like I said, yes, it is the pampering, but it's also things like making time for exercise and regular movement, taking breaks when you need them, even if it's just 15 minutes, making sure you get good quality sleep, having meals that feed your body, and relaxation that's kind of mindless. For me, one of the ways that I relax is by playing... A puzzle game on my phone now it might not sound like I'm relaxing but this game that I'm talking about is something that I don't have to put too much thought into it and I can shut my brain off for a little while and it's helpful the other piece of self-care that I really want you to take advantage of is to start scheduling out what I call do-nothing days a do-nothing day is where you literally do not put anything on the calendar, and you're allowed to do nothing if you want. You're allowed to shut off your your brain and just binge Netflix all day. I did that this past weekend, and today I feel super refreshed. So don't forget about those do nothing days where you kind of just say no to the world, stay in your pajamas all day and lock yourself away for like as much time as you need and it's a day it's just one day so the people that need you will understand (laughs) you'll be back (laughs) so don't forget to take care of yourself tip number four is to get out of your comfort zone as an introvert this one's super scary for me i have my comfort zone i have my bubble and i like it that way but in order to get out of my ruts from time to time i need to try new things i need to be a little bit more impulsive and say yes on a whim and you don't have to do this for everything that comes across your plate but saying yes to an invite that you wouldn't normally accept Get you out of your comfort zone and might be the thing you need to get you out of your rut. Being a little more extrovertish sometimes is fun. You get to meet new people, do something you probably looked at and said, you know what, that might be fun, but I'm too nervous to try it or I wouldn't be good at it. Doing it or saying yes to that can be really cool. Think about signing up for a training opportunity or a class that interests you, but you've never had the gazangas to like, go for it. (laughs) You've never wanted to do it because you never thought you could. Well, that's what getting out of your comfort zone is all about. You need to get out of that comfort zone and do something different because you're going to trick your brain you're going to make your brain feel like you're out of that rut when you might not be there yet. You're going to actually get a little surprised in your life. And yes, I know this might be scary. And again, coming from an introvert, it is scary as hell. But when you get out of your comfort zone, you can actually have a lot of fun. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to say yes to that invite or to go to that class. Don't be afraid to take that step through a doorway that you would never normally go through. And the last tip, tip number five, is to be realistic. This one's huge. This one's absolutely huge because when you think realistically and don't sugarcoat things, Just look at things as they are. You can solve your problems or find answers to what's going on in your life way easier. You see it as black and white. And while, yes, there are some gray areas, seeing things as black and white can help you. And I don't like those terms, but I know you understand what I mean. When you see things for what they are, it just makes everything easier to physically see. And it makes it easier for you to remember the things that you can control and the things that you cannot control. I did an episode a while back where I talked about a couple of the things that you can control. And that's your attitude and your actions. You can control how you perceive something you can control your feelings about that something and you control how you react to that something so don't forget about the pieces that you can and cannot control and don't try to be perfect as an enneagram one that is what i strive for perfection but let me tell you it doesn't exist so I fight an uphill battle every day to be perfect when I know that's not even a possibility. So don't try to be perfect at getting out of your rut. Don't try to do things always the right way according to the doctors and the, the specialists and your friends and people that try to give you advice. Do what's right for you and get support if you need it. Sometimes you're in a rut for so long that you physically cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. And if that's where you are, reach out to somebody. There's tons of resources out there and tons of people that are willing to help like coaches and therapists that can help you make the decisions that you need to get out of your rut. So those are the tips I have for you guys. I'm gonna go through them again because I want you to really get this. Being in a rut is not the end all be all situation. When you explore yourself and try and figure out why you're there, you make the decision to make small changes, you start to take care of yourself and be a little wild and free and getting out of your comfort zone and you understand that this is reality you can get out of your rut all you need to do is make a commitment to yourself make a promise to yourself that you will do right by you and of course most importantly give yourself grace have patience with yourself know that this rut that you're in or maybe in is not forever give yourself some grace and i promise you if you follow these steps you'll be able to get out of your rut That's it for today friends, as I close out this episode, my wish for you is that something I said sticks with you, even if it's just one thing. And I hope it helps you improve your life just as it did mine. If you have a friend that needs to hear today's message, I'd love it if you could share it with them. And it would be awesome if you shared a screenshot of the podcast on your social. Not only does it help the happy, healthy, mindful podcast grow, it also helps reach more people that need messages and support like the ones you hear on this show. As always, the best place to find me is on Instagram at TheRealJenMullen. Talk to you next week.